body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. Yes, it will. And we will get through this. We will. I have to tell you, I was sitting in the family room with my wife uh, just a couple nights ago, as we all are, trying to understand all this, trying to understand the change and everything that um, is just happening so fast. Anyway, we heard the president talk about You know, whether you agree politically or not, he said that this is wartime. And it really hit me. (laughs) Wartime? Really? And I thought, yeah, it is. But right away I started thinking, well, if it's wartime and the casualties are happening all over this world, uh, some real close to me here, then that means that every one of us, every one of us are soldiers. You know, I can say that I'm in the martial arts. Well, how far does that take me fighting a a biological war? What does that mean? I mean, I'm used to -to hand-to-hand combat. (laughs) So I looked at my wife and I said, I guess if if this is wartime, then we are the soldiers. And she said, yes, we are. I said, well, how long does it take to soldier up? Other wars, you know, we expect our military to be strong, to be soldiered up to have the right armor, to have the right mindset. How long do you think it takes? How long do you think it takes for them to go through basic training, to know the drills, to get the discipline? I know many that went through the military and they said they were changed men and women afterwards. Better because of the instruction. How long does it take to soldier up? And I said, we're expected to fight this war. So we're expected to soldier up immediately. There is no staff sergeant, no drill sergeant, or anybody in our face telling us to do push-ups and focus and think differently, Steve. That means that we got to come up with the ability to change our habits and identify the problem and soldier up immediately. And I see that ripple effect happening. I know what happened with me. Yeah, same here. A couple weeks ago, uh, we discussed this in a lighter way. Now, all of a sudden... It took us that long, took me that long to realize that we need to soldier up and we need to change immediately, not tomorrow. I think that's like anything that we deal with as humans. You go through phases and one of those phases in the initial stage is denial. And this just seems so far-fetched at first, and it's just hard to believe. So you're like, no, no, that's just fear-mongering, and I'm not going to buy into that. But now times have changed. Now you look at the facts, and things have evolved. We've got to evolve as well. Yeah. And certain things have to come off the cut list. You know, you've got to, you have a short list now, and you have to start focusing on what really matters. You have to look at, you know, who you talk to, who you're with, the social distancing, different ways to FaceTime, different ways to... Um, to keep the energy high as we talked to our buddy last week across the pond. Uh, We need to stay positive. I mean, if there's anything going on here, we need to group together, but in a different way. We need to send that positive energy out and get behind it because we all are soldiers. And if you look into the past to find a sense of direction of history, those that survived major trauma, major disease, and major battles, and there's been many, If you look back over time, there's been many, a lot of devastation. But the ones who survived were the ones who adapted and got used to change. And I know from human behavior, from teaching the martial arts and having a style, 
that is constantly in flux, a style that is constantly changing, I know that was one of the hardest things to teach my students to adapt and to change. And we did it a lot. But even that, it's still hard for me to adjust here. But we all need to get there now, you know? You have a story about your grandmother. I do. I mean, it's a story that I reach back to all the time. Um, Very personal to me. She was one of the first people that I woke up to see when I was born into this world. Uh, My grandmother uh, lived with us. She lived to be 99 years old. Wow. And her name was Hattie. Um, She had a sad story, but there was a sense of seriousness about her, even though she'd never talk about it. Um, There was also a sense of discipline, and her way was different. And I knew that she went through some rough times, but now I understand more than ever why she was the kind of woman that she was. I mean, she was driven. She took care of the family. And probably a lot of who I am today is because of her. Mm. She, um, you know, was born um, way back, you know, before the Great Depression. She was born at a time when there was no safety net. There was no unemployment. There was no Social Security. And she had a brother. And her brother's name was Curtie. When she was a young girl, 11 or 12 years old, her father left the family and left the mother with the two children left the mother with Hattie and Curtie. And after a short period of time, the mother had to make a choice as to which child she would keep. Wow. And she did not keep my grandmother. My grandmother was raised by a different family. She didn't have enough food in the house. She could only feed one. So this woman survived, and she made it on her own. Got married to a good man, had my father who had me. But the days of thinking about her and the lessons that she taught me were the positive results of strength and grit, what makes this country great. And now more than ever, strength and grit adapt to change, stay positive, and keep the faith. We will be here tomorrow. I have two quotes. When you face difficult times, know that challenges are not sent to destroy you. They're sent to promote and strengthen you. Yeah, absolutely. And then one more. Be strong now because things will get better. It might be stormy now, but it can't rain forever. It can't. And remember Muhammad Ali's quote, one of my favorites, as I train the students and look forward to training them again in the near future. A sportscaster was watching them train and getting ready for a fight. The guy's jumping and push-ups and sit-ups and drops down and gets into a sit-up position, and he just starts knocking out one after the other. The sports writer was like, wow, man, you know, champ, what number are you at? And the champ said, I don't know. I only count the ones that hurt because those are the ones that make me better. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation, creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.